Welcome to Merrickville. G'day, Sydney. Great to have your company. Another great Australian comedian joins me in the co-host chair today on her debut return, which is <laughs> not a real saying what at all. What does that mean? She's back. <laughs> Becky Lucas, great to have you here. Thank you. Good to be here. How uh, are you? Yeah, pretty good. In this hour, we're going to talk about how um, Doctor Who fans have lost their minds mm-hmm. and not their virginity. Why wouldn't you lose your virginity <laughs> first? Well, you know. <laughs> Why would you? Probably back knee has something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the fact their mum watches them all the time. They'll be talking about that and a whole lot more. Great to have your company, Sydney. Joined this afternoon by comedian Becky Lucas. Great to have you back here, Becky. Good to be here. I've just gotten back. I was in Brisbane. Uh, visiting my dad on his farm. Wow, what a brag. I mean, you come in here to start <laughs> bragging. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got far. We've got, you know, a mentally unstable uh, family member living there and guns and great. And, and cows. It's great. Yeah, so is your, great dad, is your dad got the farm? Yeah, he decided he wanted to buy a farm. Is he, you know, uh, men either leave their wives or get a farm or, like, you know, they do something. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he a, did that. So midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a okay, MLC. Yeah, and he he did he leave your mum? Are they together? Oh, that that happened when I was two. Oh, way oh, to bring okay. it up, Miss. Yeah, and I'm still She's really way to bring it up. <laughs> Mate, my parents divorced too. It's okay, Lee, and people move on. Yeah, it's yeah, right. yeah. It's actually great. You know, you can talk about it. Get a my bit of attention. My parents are still together. It's fine. Yeah, but they're are from they Adelaide. No, <laughs> no, they're from Adelaide. They've been married for forty years. They're yeah. from Adelaide. Like yeah, that explains it. They can't get divorced <laughs> because how are they going to tell their mum? <laughs> Uh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, so your dad's got, a, your dad's got, let's get back to this. Your dad's got somebody unstable living on the farm. Well, he's with... my uncle and my dad's letting him live on the farm. <laughs> and uh, my uncle's a very annoying man. Like, you know how there's just some people that are very annoying, right? You know, like every time you talk to them, you feel like you're being, like your cat being rubbed up the wrong way. Mm. Like he's just like that, you I know? You, like, you'll say, oh, do you want to get some, some chips? Or do you want to go half season chips? And he'll be like, no, 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 I don't want chips. And then your chips will arrive and he'll eat 51% of your chips. Just yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to get really, an idea of how. <laughs> he's, you're painting a pretty good picture, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, this guy yeah. says, I've got a lot right. of rage. But to get an idea of how annoying he is, he has tried to buy three brides from third world countries. <laughs> 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 and all three of them have decided to go back to their country <laughs> as opposed to stay married to him. Are you serious? Yeah. The latest what one countries? went back. The, well, the latest one was from the Philippines. She went back to her country after a typhoon hit it. Yeah, well, like her, fair, that's legit. But no, but like her village was in tatters, and she she preferred to be back there than eat tapas with my uncle at the Gold Coast. <laughs> okay, so that's how annoying. He okay, is. so that's the third bride. Let's yeah. what happened to number one and number two? Uh, there was a Russian woman. <laughs> I mean, need I say more? She's Russian, this, right? Is this, hang on a second. Is this your uncle or is this Merrick Watts in the future? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like future what No, it doesn't. That was he's, a, had three, he's had three return descenders. Yep. yep hang yep, on. Yep. Okay, so Russian was number two. Yes. The other lady was, was Singaporean. <laughs> <laughs> Merrick has literally just got <laughs> back from Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Shopping. Yeah. Okay. And she, I, I honestly think she was here for three days. <laughs> Before packing it in. Actually, that's not third world. Singapore isn't third world. No, but he's <laughs> but, buying wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's giving, he's offering them the world and they're saying, no, thanks. <laughs> 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 I'm good. 
I'd rather go to a village where all of my pigs have been killed by a typhoon yeah, yeah, than yeah. stay with you. Yeah, than maintain eye contact with you <laughs> over a candlelit dinner. It's amazing. We have to get him on the show. But uh, speaking oh. of relationships, Becky, you've just um, completed writing a series for Stan. I'm a massive fan of Stan. I think it's yeah, it's the best. It's making really, really good comedy and. Um, Matt O'Kine, mm-hmm. who's a, a, another comedian, used to work on Triple J, and uh, he's just um, uh, written, a, yes. with you, co-written, yeah. a new series for Stan called The Other Guy. Yes. Which it's... is about, explain what it's about. Well, basically he was with a girl for like 10 years or something, and then he found out that she was cheating on him with a friend of his. <gasps> They're all living together. So basically uh, we got together and, you know, he had this story and this this idea for a show and I sort of helped him. Along with Greg Waters, we wrote uh, a series for Stan based on that. I've seen it. We're, all the boys here who work on the show, we've uh, we've seen the shorts for it, and it looks really good, like yeah. proper. It looks proper great. Good. And you can see his bum. Okay, we didn't see that part. Is that and, and it's in the trailer? Is it? Yeah, you can see his butt. Really? Yeah. Did we? Did you clock that? Liam? Yeah, it wasn't the main selling point for me. No, I was. I was, was going to say. I thought not... the jokes and you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That no, was, I was, that was good. I was looking yeah. for the sentimentality. I just love <laughs> the romance. Sure. Yeah. I'm um, always looking for nudity. That's a quirk about me. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, you know yeah. what? The internet's going to help out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should check out the what? internet. <laughs> exactly. Um, when so he's. It's based on a true story. So mm-hmm. uh, Matt's partner uh, of 10 years cheating mm-hmm. on him with his best mate yep. finds out they broke up. But it was like reasonably like mature in that breakup. Because, yeah. you know, was, I find that incredible. I know. I can't be mature I in a relationship. I cannot. I am such a brat. I, I, I have. Okay. So the last time I had a proper breakup, uh, George and I had been together for a very long time. And we, as you you know, as mm. Becky, you know, you're friends with my wife, that we can't. We can't break up because we we can't because operate. she's too good for you. We know that. <laughs> we know that. But we also too we can't actually function as regular humans. Oh, that's so cute. We're one of those things that like you know we it's it would be literally like a bike with one wheel. Everyone <laughs> yeah. hates a unicycle. Like yep. they like a bicycle. That's American Georgie yep. on our own. Ugh. Disaster yeah. unicycle. So the last time I had a, a breakup, and this is this will give you an idea of me and how immature I am. This is why George and I um, can't break up. <laughs> Uh, I was, uh, the last time I was in a, a relationship, I was living with a girl and I'd been fishing with my mate Bulldog and we got back from fishing and I was telling my ex-girlfriend about how awesome it was going fishing with Bulldog. And then she turned around and she said, oh, yeah, that's cool. She said, I really want to go to an Irish pub. Irish pubs are cool. And I literally said, I can't be in this relationship anymore. <laughs> Why? I'm not, not kidding. That's, I said that, and then I walked over, and I got out my tour bag, which was like a massive uh, Nike cricket bag. Mm-hmm. I filled all of my stuff in it, like all my clothes, all my stuff into the bag, and walked out the door, and that was it. And we'd been living together for two years, and I walked out because she wanted to go to an Irish pub. What happened with Bulldog? <laughs> <laughs> Let's open up the phones. One, two, three, five, three. I want to get to more immature stories about breaking up because I reckon men. <laughs> That's insane. So I'm still processing that. Yeah. Have you ever talked to her since? Are you guys Facebook friends? Spoke to her once after that. Like, oh, she, oh no, twice. She she wanted to meet me, and I made her meet me at a park. You should have made her meet you at an Irish park. <laughs> <laughs> 
Every St. Patrick's Day, yeah. Merrick yeah. relives this. Meet me at Irish Murphy's. <laughs> uh, but I want to have another phone. It's one triple three five three, fellas. How immature have you been during a breakup? Because I know that, like, I know a lot of people think that that's immature. I'm one of those people. If a break, if we break up, that's. I can't, yeah. I can't possibly be a functioning adult. That's, yeah. that's it. My it's best over. mate still holds a grudge against his ex-girlfriend because he insists that she never gave back his beanbag and his pizza maker. What? But he hasn't spoken to her since. Mate, because, let that go. Oh, no, he can't. Maybe if he spoke to her, he could ask her politely <laughs> for those things back. <laughs> he insists. <laughs> Seems like he's his own okay. worst enemy. <laughs> okay, you got a choice. What do you take? You can only have one of those items. Mm. Oh. Beanbag. Oh, yeah, I'd go beanbag. Yeah. Who's going to make the pizza? It's one of those things where you think it's a good idea. You're like, oh, a snow cone maker. I'll use this every day. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> I eat popcorn all yeah. the time. I should get a popcorn maker. Yeah. But I was going to be that. One, triple, three, five, three. Fellas, give us a call. How immature have you been during a breakup? See if you can beat me. I'm possibly the most immature man in Sydney. We'll see. Joined this afternoon by my friend and very funny local comedian, Becky Lucas. And we're talking about uh, men when they have a little bit of a, a breakup uh, immaturity, when they have a breakdown as well as a breakup. Because you have been working on a new stand show um, called The Other Guy mm-hmm. uh, with yes. Matt O'Kine. Funny bloke. Very funny man. His best mate uh, was having an affair with his missus. Yep. After 10 Can years. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> That's cool. the premise, but is that the? Did that actually happen in real life? Yeah, that's oh. the thing. So. That's what we're talking Dog. about. Were you not listening? Jesus, well, mate! No, I've watched problem? the trailer. I knew that was the premise of the show. Yeah. I didn't realise. No, that's the premise of his life. Yeah. Oh man, that's the real deal. Yeah, it was a it was a real drama. But he I'm took talking. it really maturely. <laughs> yeah. He did. Whereas, like, there's no way known I could take that maturely. I know, but I think Kill comic- everyone. What? Uh-uh. I think comics always are uh, think when something like that happens. We're sad for a minute, and then we think, "Ooh, this will be a good story." <laughs> next year's <laughs> next year's festival show, yeah, yeah. sorted. We'll call breaking up, Adam. yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, we're going to take. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Uh, we're going to take uh, some calls now. I'm one triple three five three. Uh, if you've had an immature breakup, because I, as I said, the last time I broke up with an ex girlfriend many many years ago, like 17, 18, 20 years ago, I don't know, because I, I don't care about it. Um, <laughs> She said she said she wanted to go to an Irish pub and I just packed all my gear and said I'm leaving and that was it and walked out. Another time <laughs> another time um I went and when I was at school at, at high school I wanted to break up with a girl because this is gonna sound really bad, because she'd run out of biscuits and the only reason I was going out with her is because her household was full of oh really nice God. biscuits like Monte Carlos and stuff like that. You're like an actual dog. <laughs> you are bulldog. <laughs> It's true. Her In name was Kylie and she mm. had a house that was full of biscuits. She was a big girl and <laughs> she was a big girl and, and Kylie had a house where she, they just ate a lot of biscuits and I went out with her because I knew they had a good biscuit barrel and yeah. I didn't have good biscuits in my house. We had shit biscuits. Are we looking at an Arnott's assorted cream? Oh man. Monte, it was, she had a massive jar. It was just full of Monte Carlo's. You know what I reckon? Get rid of the orange cream. It wasn't there. Oh. She didn't need it. She just had the good stuff. She oh, was right. mainlining. Mainlining Monte Carlo's. Jeez. And after I put on about five kilos, <laughs> and then her mum had clearly decided to stop buying biscuits because we're all getting fat, mainly yeah. her daughters. And then, and then she stopped buying the biscuits, and then I went this Do you reckon she put it working? together in her head, though? She's gone, I keep buying biscuits. That Watts kid keeps hanging around. It if is? I stop buying the biscuits, yeah. maybe he'll bugger off. And I've been scratching at the door. And I took a crap on the rug. So. <laughs> All right, let's get this. We've got uh, Danny in Monterey. Hello, Danny. Yeah, go, guys. How are you going? Very good, mate. Uh, did you have a slightly immature breakup yourself? Yeah, I found out my ex-wife was uh, cheating on me, so I decided to get all her text messages, put them in one message, and send them to every single person in her phone. 
the oh friends, her family. Oh, my goodness. How did so, she... That was pretty uh, full of messages. She wanted to get <laughs> through. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> now. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at something you said earlier. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> is he? Are you still there, Danny? Yeah, get him back on. He's all right. He'll be okay now. Danny, are you yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Let's just clean it up a little bit, Danny. Okay. All right. What, do do me a favour. No, no, no. I don't need to know oh. what it means. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> we can piece together. <laughs> oh, okay, so. I mean, not me. I'm, you know, I'm very innocent. I don't know, but um. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm... what, did you get any replies? Um, well, I sent it from her phone, then I gave her her phone back, and she was more she was more annoyed that I exposed her. Women's, women's greatest fear is exposure, I found. Yeah. Well, yeah so I telling mean... everyone exactly what's going on, now, she was gutted. Did, any of, did you win over the friendship group, though, Danny, after you've done that? Because it is fairly immature to yeah, go Yeah, I'm out. actually still friends and work for her um, cousin. So. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Yeah. And what don't, about... Please don't tell no. me what you've yes. done with her. No, 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 no names. No names, I know. No, it's not the no, names not you're worried about. It's the action. It's your explicit language. Yeah. Um. Okay, why are we getting the wind-up? Is it because Danny's dangerous? Yeah, thanks, Danny. Thanks for the calls. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts in starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium-sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit, buying stock, hiring people, and paying their taxes. So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick. I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Joined this afternoon by comedian Becky Lucas, who's actually doing a show tonight in Bondi, but I'm not going to bother plugging it because A, it's sold out and B, it's in Bondi. So... (laughs) Pretty pointless, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had to change a lot of the jokes, you know, to make it more Bondi friendly. I do have to change the way it's hot when you get yeah. to Bondi. Since you get Just there. a lot of jokes about candles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's the suburb you pick on when you're in Bondi? Um, Bondi? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Bondi. I'm a brave performer. No, because if you if you mention another suburb outside of Bondi, people go, huh? <laughs> oh, Poogee. Are they like poor or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Uh, let's talk about porn for a second. Sure. Okay, so the... <laughs> The UK government has introduced something very, very interesting, compulsory identification checks by April next year for people viewing pornography online to make sure that they're over the age of 18. Lol. (laughs) It's just, it's just. That's so cute. (laughs) That's adorable. Like an old man who can't even use an iPad is like, let's figure out this internet thing. No, no, no. It's exactly what UK digital minister Right, has signed the commencement of the Digital Economy Act uh, on Monday, which will eventually ensure those who cannot normally access porn are unable to do so online. Now, uh, just a quick one. As you say, an yeah. old man who's yeah. come up with this law. Yeah. Uh, his name is Matt Hancock. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. oh, of course you saw that. Why don't you get Gary somebody else to do that? <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
<laughs> She's like, of it's all crazy. the people to make the announcement, yeah. go, get Matt to do it. Yeah. <laughs> What's Matt's last name? Hancock. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, maybe we, could we get somebody else to do it? Fanny was busy. She couldn't do the announcement either. <laughs> so yeah. their idea is that they're going to try and have ID checks. So if you log on and you go to an adult site, mm. you've got to, in some way, identify yourself as somebody over 18, over 18. But like, it's just not going to work. How do you do that? What, with your license? But also it's like, oh yeah, we're not allowed to drink till we're 18. I remember having a few UDLs at 14. Like it's just, yeah. you can't Jesus, stop. 14. I know. She's from Queensland. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Queensland. Yeah, right. She's 12. She just, I came she bumped out. up to 14 to make herself sound good. <laughs> and it was Bundy. It wasn't yeah. UDL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mum was, you know, drinking when I was in the womb. I, I sort of stumbled out. <laughs> But how I think about this and how they go into the measures that you could put in place. Because this is the thing. They said, mm. this is what we're going to do. We're going to control it so that nobody can access pornography under the age of 18. But they actually, when asked, well, how are you going to do that? They've gone, mm. yeah, we haven't got to that. Mm. We, yeah, they just, but I just think it's like, okay, sure, maybe. It's just weird that this is the thing they think they need to start with. Like of all the things that can affect kids. Do you know what I mean? Like why are they starting with porn? You know, like you need to look <laughs> at like. Bad. Because it Cause affects it, them. What? Well, well yeah. I mean, I guess uh, I, I know it's not a, a good thing. Where would you start? Um, don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, I don't well, have all the answers, you're, you're, mate. You're, you're getting start, bogged down in the details. You're starting to sound like UK Digital Minister Matt Hancock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my name's Becky Big Tits. <laughs> <laughs> But they'll always access it. If it's on yeah. the internet, they're oh, going to exactly. find a way to do it. But what's yeah. going to be really weird, like, you know, because you think about when young people want to access something that's prohibited, like, you know, mm. whether it be cigarettes or alcohol or whatever it is, they, they'll do something like, mm. you know, they'll go and get a fake ID or something like that to go and buy alcohol. That's yeah. what's going to happen with this oh. is that you're going to get young 14 year old Travis who's going to go and get his mum Barbara's <laughs> license yeah, yeah. and just rack up. <laughs> yeah. You Barbara. Know, yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm know. not going to say any category. I feel like I'm always filthy on this show. Yeah. Well, yeah. well oh, yeah. you know, you're right. You're in a safe Your place. Your mind went to the, you were about to jump into some favourites, were you? <laughs> yeah, the I don't ca- want to admit that I know some categories. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm across them. Um, <laughs> Research. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, it's, that's the thing. Like, kids always find my My 15-year-old sister has four Instagram accounts. What? Yeah, and she get you know certain people are allowed. I'm allowed to follow two of them. My my stepmom is allowed to access. She has access to one. My dad can see one. She's got ones for her friends, one for her like friends that she meets. You know, it's just. Was she spy? Yeah, I think she's got schizophrenia. (laughs) 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 She's got a lot of no. She's alright, but uh, kids have that. They're they're just very crafty at sort of getting around rules. But as as I mean, you're you're a. I suppose you're a millennial, aren't you? You're well, I not think quite I'm millennial. just in the cusp. Yeah, okay. So you're a younger woman. At that age, were women, were young girls interested in accessing the internet to, to look at films uh, like that? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I was kind of, uh, it wasn't a thing when I was a girl. I don't to, to access it, but what about now? Like a young woman? Yeah, we all want to look at porn because sure. I mean, I think we know that young boys are. Yeah, I mean, they get the fourteen, and seriously, it's just like, oh, it's on. It's just <laughs> you it's find just like a corner of a porno <laughs> in a bush, and so you're like, true. I think that's a boob. <laughs> so true. It's going, God, that Target catalog looks yeah. good. What? Oh Calm my down, God. mate. Calm down. That's a basic singlet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that girl's Basic wearing tea. fleecy pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I've got to get him a bedroom for <laughs> yeah. half an hour. Jeez. I'm going to say half an half hour in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Join this afternoon by a cracking comedian. If you get a chance to go and see her, Becky Lucas, good to have you here. You don't normally get described as a cracking, cracking. comedian. <laughs> Such an old man too. Yeah. Isn't it? Sorry, apologise for that. Uh, great to have you here. Um, Thank you. Doctor Who yesterday announced that there was, well, they didn't announce it. There was global announcement. There's a new Doctor Who. Yeah. And it's a, a woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> How will the nerds react? Oh, my, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, given the audience, you're surprised it hasn't been a woman before. Oh, no, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. And I looked back and I always went, oh, there's no black dudes. There's no Asian dudes. It's just, it's just been... Yeah. Really creepy, yeah, sex offender looking guys. white guys. They look like they've never had a steak in their life. <laughs> yeah, anemic white guys with possible criminal pasts. Yeah. See, because I don't know much about, I don't know anything about Do- Doctor Who. I really don't. Like, no, that, no, no, that that's not a bad Don't say that like <laughs> that's a bad thing. Oh, no. Uh, that's, yeah, a, that's okay. I, You're in a safe place. I here. had friends <laughs> in school. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I mean, I think a lot of people like it and that's fine. But I just really didn't know anything about it. Like, I know that he. I've sort of learned a little bit about it, like it's a time travel thing. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm as clueless as you are. Apparently he travels well. around, but I, I, I found this very funny because apparently according to budget restraints, he can go anywhere in the world at any time, but he just only really ever goes somewhere in England. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And, and the greatest enemy, right, I'm just going to fill you in on this because I know a little bit more. I mm. used to watch a little bit as a kid, but I was never a massive Doctor Who fan at all. Um but their, their biggest, his biggest enemy was this thing called a Dalek. You might have seen it. It looks basically like a gigantic sex toy okay. with all studs on it and stuff yeah. like that. It's a silver cone shaped thing that looks like turty in German. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like a German sex bow device. <laughs> yeah, have you seen sure. that? Yeah. Um, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, that's what it looks like. So you, but I mean, you know what a, a German sex bow kind of Kind of. I can piece cone. it together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So imagine that, right? Mm. But here's the thing that um, is really intimidating for Doctor Who. It's on wheels. So all oh. he has to do is ever just, if he ever wants to escape his mortal enemy, all he has to do is find some stairs oh my God. or a rocky surface, but there's never one around. Oh, really? Like... So, cause this is a thing that it's a deliberately shit show and people just back it. I is that the so. whole? I think so. Really? People genuinely like it. Uh, well, yeah. your, your colleague and peer, Rove McManus, has got a whole show about it on yeah. the ABC. Yeah, That's yeah, true. the Whovians. And yeah. I'm mates with Rove, but I tease him about it. No problems at all. No problems at all. He's a Doctor Who fan. I know. I mean, it, it seems like it. a disability. <laughs> <laughs> it does. To your personality. <laughs> I heard somebody in the office, right, and I won't say it was, but it was a young person and it was a female and they were talking about it. Something like that. They said, oh, so they go into the phone box, something, something, and they go, they, then they go away and they're retarded. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And there was no... Oh, she didn't... Oh, she actually thought that's what it was called. No, she wasn't making a joke. She thought it was called the retardus. And I went, oh... That's cute. No, that's probably accurate. (laughs) You're offending two groups of people there. Yeah, yeah, phone boxes and people with (laughs) And Doctor Who fans. (laughs) Uh, They are a unique brand. Now, Becky, you do this thing that... uh, You've only done a couple, but you Mm. do them with another comedian called Cameron James. Yeah, Cameron James. He's a very funny bloke as well. Very funny. A comedian here in Sydney. Uh, and you do these little clips for Comedy Central online mm-hmm. where you play like news journalists, like we would see people who work at the Daily Telegraph or something yeah, like that. Yeah, well, they're kind of these online because I think, you know, there's such pressure to just say something now. You know, people, mm, journalists used to go away and think about stuff for mm. like a minute. Mm. <laughs> Let's and say now, the name. You're talking about BuzzFeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 
But it's like, the, you know, it's just this pressure to come up with something, anything to keep people engaged and... And lists. You, and lists and like, you know, and trying to seem like good people and... Mm. And it just becomes kind of disgusting, you know, like yeah, it's this it's, really le reaching out to anything and grabbing hold of something and it's just doesn't mean anything. I, I read something, this is about, oh, this is weeks ago and it was just, you know, when people were talking about avocado and that, there was like 10 other purposes for avocado and I yeah. went, there's one, eating it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Eating it is what you do with avocado. Yeah, like, if you're doing anything else with an avocado, you are a sex pest. Is eating this avocado make you a sexist? <laughs> <laughs> so you do these little clips and you did one uh, yesterday, which has gone absolutely gangbusters on the, on the internet. <laughs> yeah. People um, seem to like it. Yeah. yeah teasing cool. um, Doctor Who. <laughs> this is a new female Doctor Who. <laughs> but we don't watch Doctor Who. Doctor Who gives a shit. We need a story now. Okay. All right. Will the new female Doctor Who slay, be a bay? Or go cray cray. I love it. There's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure to be uh -huh. a woman. Will this finally teach men to respect women? Shut up. Will this finally teach men to respect women? That's good. I'm writing that down. Where will the female Doctor Who go? Where will she time travel? What if she goes back to a place where she has no rights and she gets burnt at the stake and she gets married off to a fugly? Okay, so the new Doctor Who is female, mm. but she's still white and able-bodied. Is that enough in 2017? That's the story. <laughs> She did need to be a black woman in a wheelchair, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, oh. and, and I'm offended. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> yeah, the ABC right now are just literally just smashing their heads oh. like this. Yeah, going, we were so close to <laughs> getting it right. Yeah, yeah, uh, just, yeah. It's, it's open. It opens up the door for James Bond to get there first. Yeah, you know, well, that's half a chance as I well. I mean, this is the thing because, you know, people are going crazy and it, it's just people, there's so many guys who are just like, you are ruining it, you're ruining it. It's like, shut up. <laughs> like, honestly, that's, you just, it's like when they were complaining about the female ghost buses. It's like, you know, you need to suck it up. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I will cares. say, I do not want a female James Bond. That's not why I watch James Bond. I want to watch a hot guy. Uh, well, Liam, I think Liam, we are not I think, pieces I think, of meat. I think Becky. we do need to, you know, uh, take a little leaf from Liam there, and you need to have a bit of social adjustment with with Bond because it's always yeah. been, you know, that white British kind of pace looking guy. Oh, I, I want think, a black Bond. No, absolutely, a black, a black guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> but I want to. I want to. I don't know. I, th I think let's have like a, another movie with like a really cool woman doing Bond stuff, but. That's a female James Bond, that's just a whole different movie. Yeah. I just know personally, I I will be like the Doctor Who nerds who don't want a female because I want the man because I want to ogle him. Yeah. So you were Trump. <laughs> so you want to. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> well, I think we found. Somehow. I think we found Becky's uh, porn categories anyway. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Bond. <laughs> bond. It has been an absolute pleasure to see you again, Becky. Where can people um, see these videos on the comedy? Is there a comedy uh, central Yeah, the website? Comedy Central Australia yeah. Facebook page. Go and have a look there. Very funny. Good to see you again. Thanks, Merrick. See ya. In a second, we're going to open up the phones for What's Your Rage? <laughs> What the hell makes you angry? So tell us all about your rage. What's your rage again? What's your rage again? Yeah, what's your rage, Sydney? We know you like to get angry about stuff. Look, come on, it's a tough city. I love this guy. Pain in the ass. Freaking power prices have gone up. That's made me upset. Because it's better call up here, vent here, and yep. then you don't vent at your fellow uh, people oh. in cars. There's no road rage. No, you don't need road rage. You have the rage here, and it can be anything. All right, okay, so... 
Today I had to go to RMS, and the, the long and protracted story that some of you would be familiar with last year when I'd had too many cans to drink, I bought a motorcycle from South Australia because I'm a winner! Yep. I bought a 1979 Honda because that's what you do when you've had a few. So anyway, I've been rebuilding that for a year. And How much money? I don't want to talk about okay. that um, because my wife has to. And uh, look, you know, it's an old fix-me-up. It's not, it's not anything crazy, but still, it's been a year. It comes time to register it. One trip to the RMS. You don't have the correct paperwork. Okay, I'll be back. Thank you. I'll get another ticket another time. Went back again today. I came in early this morning at 9am, went to the RMS in the city there and uh, went, okay, I'll just get, I've got all my paperwork. And went, no, wrong VIN number, Watsy. Off you go. Oh. Eight hours. No, it wasn't that long. Hours and hours. Because... Paper, paperwork rage is, is real. Now, I don't like anybody who gets upset at the people at the RMS because they actually do a very good job. The thing that I got angry about was how professional they were and how <laughs> polite they were. <laughs> you can imagine me. I'm an impatient child at the best of times. Yeah. So I've gone to the RMS for the second time. Now, I have to go back again. Mm. There's still a third trip before I'm going to get this bike registered, right? Yeah. So anyway, I've gone into the second trip. I've got all my paperwork. It's taken me two weeks to get all the paperwork done. I go in there, there's a problem with one of the numbers on the form, and I should have just exploded yeah. in the old days. The woman behind the counter, I won't name her, I think her name is Perita. She was lovely. She was so <laughs> Everyone there is really calm and they're really good. And I was going, oh, I kind of want you to not be nice so that I can have it like a tantrum and blow up and be one of those people. But you, you've provided a really nice environment here. and that's So when I walked out, I was really aggressive. I got very, very angry. In there... I was fine because it was a really nice environment and it yeah. made me feel really welcome and the service was excellent. So really when was. when you go back, you're praying you get a customer service person who's a they're prick all good. so that you can just blow up. No, but they're all good. I watched them. I couldn't find one. They were all really polite. They were all really efficient. Everything worked out well. But I needed to be angry because I didn't get what I wanted. So you've got paperwork rage. Yeah, so I've got lots of rage, right? Uh, there's been a, this is a great one, Sydney. So we'll get stuck into this story. Uh, in, um, oh, this is going to blow In Asheville, there's a car park internal in the shops there. And a, there's, you know, when you, you can go nose in or you can go ass into a car space, right? Mm. All the other cars are ass into the car space, right? So, um, the driver's wind, you know, the windshield is looking out into the, into the mm -hmm. car park. Then along comes, uh, let's name it a Peugeot driver. And has parked so far to the left with their passenger door on the other side. It's like they're almost touching paint. And they've got like two meters gap on the right-hand side so they can get their door open because they're a Peugeot. So they need to open it up and, I don't know, get out livestock or something. Um, and it's been photographed by people and posted on social media because that is when people park too close when there's so much space on the other side and they park too close. That really... Car park rage. Oh, I've put the, you can check out the photo of what Mez is describing on our uh, Instagram page at Merrickville FM. There's people, there's a photo of people taking photos of how much. <laughs> of... There's a guy there taking a photo of it. Oh. And there's a guy taking a photo of the guy taking the photo. Just looking at that photo is, is filling me with rage. So I can only imagine what it was like okay. to I, witness it. Can I give you the worst part of car park rage? Feel free to try and beat us on this one too, right? This is my worst rage, right? And as a motorcycle rider, you've got to cut us some slack. We have to park our bikes somewhere, right? They are mm -hmm. big. They are heavy. But when you've got a push bike and you park it in a full car space, <laughs> you park a push bike. 
in a full car space? No one should be parking. You don't have to you park, park your push bike. A push bike in a car space? Yeah. <laughs> what? That bike rack over there that looks like a whole lot of tradies asses, that's where you put your bike, mate. You don't put it in a car space at Woolies because I need to park there. Because I need to use the facilities quickly. What's your rage again? What's your rage again? Fire up, Sydney. One triple three five three. What's your rage? Great to have you back on the phones because we're doing this, Sydney. What the hell makes you angry? So tell us all about your rage. What's your rage again? What's your rage again? Yeah. Hipsters on bicycles. I also hate them. Put <laughs> so, a freaking so, helmet on, so mate. So hipsters. Yeah, it's hipsters, isn't it? And their bikes. They've got a bike. I know it's a fixie or whatever it is. I look at their bike and they go, you get a, that. You spend too much money on that bike, mate. It looks like he could go on a velodrome and it can't. You're a tool. We've got, yeah, besides, we, put a motor in it. Be a real man. We've got heaps of calls going. But very quickly, Mez, I want yeah. to share my rage. Go I've on. got I've got an entire town rage at the moment because I was up on the coast uh, the other week and I drove back, drove through Grafton. I've got Grafton rage. I got into Grafton, right? We're all there. We're, we're, this will be lunch. We'll have a quick coffee. We've got an 11-month-old in the car. She's awake. We need to feed her. Grafton pulled a sneaky public holiday on me. What? It was the Grafton Cup. Everything was shut. It was 1.30 in the afternoon. Nothing was open. Oh, the Grafton Cup is massive, though. That's where the, yeah, I think so it's I've like 20, it's, I think it's 20 single mums run around in a, in a circle. <laughs> the first one to find a 14-year-old husband. Is, the, is that oh. the winner? Is that... How the grafting? I think that is how it goes. Works, yeah, isn't yeah. It? But it closes down the town, and I was filthy. Well, of course I, it does. I, my wife did not want to get back in the car because I was visibly gripping the steering yeah. wheel, white knuckled. Yeah. Anyway, I've got so, so grafting the lesson, rage. The lesson here is: don't, don't go, go to grafting. grafting. What's your rage? Did you got Danny and Kirk? Oh, hello, legend. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. What's your rage? Uh, it's going into a cafe in the morning. Order your coffee, you're waiting, you're waiting, and you're going, why is it taking so long? Someone walks in, grabs their massive tray of coffees because they've done a phone order, yeah? Yeah. I don't like phone orders at cafes. If you want to order on a phone, go to a fast food restaurant, go to the drive-thru, yeah? Yeah, no, I'm with you. It annoys me. It annoys me how lazy and how rude are you. You can't be bothered to get out of the car, order a coffee and stand there and then get back in your car. Yeah. You order, you walk up in your car, you just want to have and walk off. Yeah. Here's the thing, Danny, is that their efficiency is making you less efficient. Why do you have to pay the price of efficiency for their efficiency, mate? What have you done wrong? You know what? Those sorts of people, quite frankly, have links to (laughs) Al-Qaeda. It's not a it's just, it's just like making everything else inefficient, isn't it? No, you know, absolutely right. And you know what? Very inconsiderate, mate. And Danny, and as everybody in Sydney knows, the Northern yeah. Beaches and Curl Curl is absolutely <laughs> underpinned by efficiency. I worry about Danny as technology moves forward in our world. Oh. It doesn't sound like he's going to... Good Keep call. up. If you've got a call, you can still get in one triple three five three. Taking your calls on what's your rage, what drives you nuts. It, it tends to be traffic, so it's good to have a coffee. Coffee one. I've got Aaron in Lilyfield. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Long time listener, first time caller. How are you, neighbour? Very, very good indeed. You would be one of my neighbours if you're in Lilyfield, mate. Um, have yeah. you ever seen me jogging around the bay? I do it in around about five minutes. Oh, it's no big deal. Hey. You should wear pants when you do that, mate. Okay, well, I've, I'm learning. Very Look, good, I'm, Aaron. I'm still new to this fitness caper, Aaron, so good point. <laughs> All right, mate, what's, what's your rage? Bloody merging, mate. Oh. Driving to work this morning, 
I'm carrying on to the bridge heading to the northern beaches where I work. Bloody Volvo driver no. stops between two lanes. A Volvo driver. Always, always a Volvo driver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Stops with five bloody cars in. Yeah, I hate that. I hate oh, that. You know where the... You know where the... Oh. Aaron, do you know you where the... You can't merge. Sticking behind a truck. The truck barely moves across the bridge. God! <laughs> Aaron, you've got to have two types of licences, right? You've got to have oh. your driver's licence and your merging licence. And until you have your merging licence, you're not allowed to drive on Sydney roads. Because it's just... People can't it's merge. Insanity. Oh, it's insanity, man. You know where the worst... Wait, you know, I mean, yeah. I had a beautiful day today. Great day. Beer at the end of the day with boss. Gave me a bit of a wrap. I was feeling great. I yes. to pull out of the driveway from work. It's bumping up on the traffic on Pittwater Road. Do you think that any mofo would let me get into traffic? Place to pull up tight at other people's asses so <laughs> I can't get in. And I'll tell you what that is too, Aaron. That's people from the Northern Beaches who have just purchased six coffees online thinking they're being efficient and then are trying to drive with their six stupid coffees, taking up your time, making the Northern Beaches less efficient again. Oh, we got time for one more. Okay, Matt and Miranda. How you going, Merrick? Very good, mate. All right, you just sound like you want to tee off. What's your rage? I'm filthy. Pull handles on push doors. <laughs> they do my head in. I've never thought Why about that, Matt. Just put one of those flat panels if it's a push, give me the handle if it's a pull, instead of making it all look like muppets. And we stand there and go bang with the door, and we look like a complete toss bag. Mate, you like, know, oh. Maddie, you know what we'll do? I'm going to have to take off my headphones for a second, right? Because here in the studio, we've got pull handles on a push door. I'm going to oh, demonstrate. I'm give gonna... me a Okay. Can you Mez is, yeah, Mez is just turning his. Uh, Mez is just taking the headphones off. He's walking over to the studio door. So pulling the door open. Yeah. Right. He's pulled the door open, and there's a handle on the pull side, and then on the other side of the door. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is just bullshit. I'm out. Go to song. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit. Where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. The next billion seconds are the most important in human history as technology transforms the way we live and work. The smartphone, barely a decade old, has given billions access to information and capacities they've never had before. It's changing what we can do and it's changing the shape of the future. So what does that future look like? Hi, I'm Mark Pesci, the host of The Next Billion Seconds, a new show on Podcast One. Join me as I speak to some of the brightest minds shaping that world, the people who are spending their lives forming that future. We'll hear about their work in helping shape those next billion seconds. Listen at podcastone.com.au or on the Podcast One app. Big story that affects us all, of course, is NRL. And now I've been away for the uh, last couple of weeks uh, with my family. And so therefore I missed Origin 3. Oh, lucky Watsy. Uh, Dan Ganane joins me now from Dead Set Legends. Dan. Hello, Mayors. Welcome back. It's great to be back. Uh, and I mean that very genuinely. Uh, but I've come back into, obviously, I knew that New South Wales mm. uh, had lost to Queensland. Blown out of the water. Uh, quite bad. I didn't get to see the game because I was away. Twenty-two-six was fortunate. Should have been forty-to-six. It was a flogging. Not good. But there's more to the story now developing. I know that you guys will cover it off tonight. You got skull in tonight, haven't you? Kerry, a great Kerry O'Keefe. Have you seen what he's turned up in tonight? A skull. He has turned up in. He he is so. He's the most elegant 
dressed in the history of the show of the six PM show. He's a terrific bloke, Skull. I worked with him many, many years ago on a TV show called The Fat, which was on the ABC with Tony mm. Squires. And uh, he was a terrific bloke then. I don't know how he is now. I was going to say he could have changed. You reckon he's turned into a showbiz asshole? I, I think that yeah. I think that uh, he's walked oh. in here wearing a pair of rollerblades, which is very unusual. <laughs> I don't know what's he's going on. He's a great human. No, he is. He's a terrific bloke. Uh, back to origin. Yes. Um, so there's controversy now. Well, okay. There's controversy. Uh, it emerged on Sunday that um, that Laurie Daly's original plan was to start Andrew Fafita from the bench and have Dave Clemmer start. A bit of a tactical switch. Sort of Clemmer has been a standout in the series and he wanted Fafita to run it tied forward. Sounded like a great plan. Clemmer confirmed the story and then Fafita uh, apparently blew up when Laurie told him and you know said, I don't want to go to the bench. And Laurie relented and, uh, and, and let Fafita start. As it turned out, he was bullied um, and had a totally insignificant game. And it turned out Laurie's original thought was a better thought than, than what transpired. That was part one. Part two, uh, yesterday it emerged, there'd been whispers that Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson had been out on the drink. Mm. And it was a day off. And there's some history there. There, there is some history. Now, they haven't misbehaved. I th- one of them may have had their shirt off at some point, but <laughs> on the rugby league atrocity scale, it's a point one out of ten. I'm sorry. No pets involved. <laughs> it's not a controversy. Right. right. So they've been on the drink. Um... An hour away at Lennox Head uh, between 2 and 8 p.m. What day is this? This is Friday. The game's on Wednesday. So it's six days removed from the game. It is a day off. They are free to do this. Yep. Only two players? Only two. Other players went and played golf. Other players went and spent time with their families. Uh, These were the only two to get on the drink. Now, the question is, how drunk were they and did it affect their performance? Now, reports are that the next day they were shielded from the media because they were... See. Under the weather. Yeah. Uh, but it really is, the opinion is split right down the middle because, you know, the school of thought is, well, this is, you know, you're preparing for a state of origin. How dare you? The other school of thought is, well, it's six days before the game. These blokes know what they're doing. Right. Now, obviously, I've got no credentials when it comes to sport, but here's my opinion with it. Number one, right, let's just have a look at one fact. It's been described as an eight hour bender. <laughs> eight hours? I call that warm up, but anyway, <laughs> I think an eight-hour bender. No, done by I eight p.m. Wish I got eight hours is what I do when I'm still supervising my children. <laughs> I mean, Fedinkin, I wouldn't drive a car after eight hours, but I, you know, if it wasn't Dugan and Ferguson, if it was two other blokes, if it was uh, yeah, yeah. Maloney and yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, we, we, would it's it be a history. story? No, I don't think it'd be the story. I think it's because it's these blokes with prior yep. history yeah, yeah. and the fact that the Blues were pretty ordinary. Dugan I, was actually pretty good in game three. Ferguson didn't do much all series. No, here's the other thing too, right? And I, I believe this with uh, all codes of sport, but particularly with footy codes, is that sometimes players, they are human. They need to blow off a bit of steam. Now, so long as they're not doing anything inappropriate, mm. so long as they're not doing anything stupid, anything violent, anything destructive, anything that is a bit handsy, a bit wrong, for blokes to go out, particularly in you know in a pressure environment like being in origin, if they're six days out, they're going to go out and have a few cans. Maybe it's not the end of the world. Maybe it's good for them. I'm not saying that it's going to in, in any way make their performance better. But maybe if you if you're a bit wound up and you go and we all know this every now and again, if you just have a few blowout drinks every now and again, all of a sudden, sometimes 
it can be just that release that you need. Now, maybe they did. And I maybe I am defending them. See, I don't know. But, but, I'm like you. We're not elite athletes. I don't know what it, if, if, if you're going to have get on the drink six days before the game, how badly it affects you. Paul Gallen came out today and said he he was disappointed and uh, thought it was not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So now when you've got a former captain, a recent former captain yeah, saying yeah. that, I think that holds a little bit of weight. Yeah. So I'm a bit I'm like you. I'm a bit agnostic about the whole thing. I do think these two blokes will have their papers marked and yeah. that they will not play for New South Wales again. There is another story emerge uh, emerging. Ray Hadley went on his show today. The story that's been out there for a while, but he actually he was first to go on air, so I'll give him credit, that uh, a journalist before game one had his car vandalised by a, um, a New South Wales player. Now, we'd all had heard and knew of that. So all of a sudden, you get these little chinks. You've got, you got blokes vandalising cars. You've got blokes getting a on New the South drink. A New South Wales player vandalised a journalist's car. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, now, under the influence, or was this a vendetta? Oh, a vendetta. This? Right, okay. It'd been a while coming. Okay. So, uh, that... Hello to Paul Kent. Uh... <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> no, Kent. No, no, I was just joking. There's another one associated with Triple M. Uh, but, um, I think, you know, you start to get, you get that... You get the story of Fafita blowing up. You get the story of the blokes on the drink. All these little things together, and all of a sudden you're thinking, hang on, are these blokes in it for themselves or are they in it for the team? And the character of players is being questioned. Certainly one of those things you get the sense of with Queensland, you've got to give them credit. They look like a united front. Yeah, don't they they love telling you they're united too? Don't they do? Like Kevin Walters last night was, was, was sickening. The way he talked about Billy Slater when he told him that Billy wasn't part of game one. Billy was, oh, is there anything I can do for the team? I'll go cut the oranges. And when Darius Boyd was moved to the wing, Boyd said, whatever helps the team. And when Morgan was moved to the centres, whatever helps the team. But there's zero sour grapes on this end. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they really are a United team, and can they I love say, reminding us they are. Can I, can I say congratulations to New South Wales for not getting it over it too quickly? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We haven't moved yeah. on, and we're finding things just going, you know what it was, let's look for people to blame. <laughs> I love that. Go, Sydney. Well done. Dan Gadame, we will see you in about 12 minutes' time with uh, Kerry okay. O'Keefe. See you, boys. You might have heard yesterday, talking about a bloke uh, who had a house in Roselle, and in 1995, he hid in the cavity of his wall uh, that he was renovating a house between the, the studs there. He uh, put a, placed a letter in 1995, and it has just been retrieved. And it is incredible when you look back at it, or the things that he predicted. He, he stated the, the price of a, uh, a loaf of bread and uh, a case of beer, $25. <laughs> Wait till you hear this, Sydney. A litre of fuel was 68 cents. Oh. And that was the good old days. Good old Bobby Carr. Those good old days when we had leaded, and you could just put lead in the atmosphere. Remember those good days? Good old, used to make people happy. With good lead. old Bobby Carr was the premier. That's right. He'd just become the premier. And anyway, so he had all these amazing predictions about uh, global politics uh, and how things would pan out. He said that China would become a superpower. Um, and he's not far wrong. We should maybe try and get him on. He did say that AIDS was going to go absolutely bananas in the third world. I don't know about that, mate. I reckon, I reckon that was kind of, I think we all saw that. And I think he was hopeful that the term surf the internet no longer existed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was talking about how the, the internet was going to go nuts. He also said that Brisbane Broncos would do okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should, yeah, we will. We'll try and get him on later this week to Great. make some future predictions for us. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd like to mm. see, because he's got a little bit of a, he's got a crystal ball there. Um, and I mean that, you know, that he can see into the future. I don't know about if he's ever had an accident. Maybe we can put him <laughs> on the Hurt Locker. We'll wait and <laughs> wait and see how that goes. But I love the idea about, you know, 
hiding away a time capsule, mm. like, you know, a snapshot of a time, putting it into a wall and then discovering it all those years later and going, wow. Now, we just happen to have an audio time capsule hidden in a wall here. Because you punched through a wall earlier today. I do that. Yeah. And you found it. Yeah. When people are not paying attention to me, (laughs) I go and kick a hole in the wall, and everyone goes, he can do that because he's so talented. Merrick's version of excuse me, I'm talking is whack. Yeah. You're not paying attention. I'm going to go and destroy something. And I found this little gem in the wall. That's right, you tune in to Triple M. Coming up for your chance to win icy cold cans of Coke. <laughs> Speaking of Coke, <laughs> got a meeting with the content director later on. All right, we've got John on the line. John, where are you calling from? The payphone. Excellent choice of technology, John. Then we're going to go out of fashion. All right, John, time to play Battle of the Sexes. Women aren't very smart. Correct! You want an ice and cold can of cake and you're going in the draw to win the Holden Gemini. Well, it's goodbye from me, but don't worry, because up next, Ugly Phil's back with a hot block of cock rock. Triple M! Triple M! Triple M! M! Triple M! Some things never change. <laughs> Ugly Phil was still on the air, oh, even not, back then. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Hey, Miz, uh, what, what do we got, what we got we on the show tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. What do we got on the show tomorrow? Got Cam Knight. Uh, Cam Knight's on the show tomorrow. He's a very funny bloke. He'll be popping through. I haven't seen him for a couple of weeks. Actually, a little treat, Miz. Oh, yeah? Lawrence Mooney. Moon Man. On tomorrow. Moon Man popping by on we Wednesday. Cam Knight from four. Lawrence Mooney from five. Dangerous. If you were listening yesterday, Moon Man off the chain. <laughs> we Literally, he was on between four and five yesterday, Sydney. You go and get, get the podcast yeah. and have a listen to it. We it literally had to have people in this building <laughs> listen back to the first hour of yesterday's show to make sure that it was fit for rebroadcast. <laughs> what a good time! This is our show. Oh, okay, bye. Thank you for visiting Merrickville. If you missed anything during this day, subscribe to the Merrickville podcast on iTunes or with your favourite Android app, 104.9 Triple M.